Yeah, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Match Me Abroad edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. It's the one only Teresa right there. Ahoy, everyone. Jak se všichni máte? Exactly what she said. How is everyone doing, guys? I'm doing great. Ask me why I'm doing great. I know why. You're doing great for the same reason I'm doing great. Because we had a lot of Harold. Harold heavy episode. Yeah, well, yes, that's why I'm doing great. But there is one other aspect of me doing great. I hope it's not what I think it is. What? Ugh. I meant, made multiple comments about it. I know. Say it. You're Say it. The submarine? No. Oh. <laughs> no, don't get me started on the missing submarine. I'm uh, obsessed. We were doing our mic check before we pressed record, and all of a sudden <laughs> I hear like, well, they haven't been seen for 24 <laughs> hours, and it's not looking good right now, Bob. Uh, back to you at the surface. And I'm like, what? Huh? Do we, do we have a third mic? Did, did Teresa invite a guest host? What's happening? And then I realized, oh, it's still the newscast going. I am so obsessed with the submarine. I Today I talked about it. Uh, with like five different people, I brought the topic up. Yeah. Some of them are like ex Navy guys. I mean, let's not be over the moon about this because people's lives are at risk. I'm not happy about the yeah. submarine. I'm I'm intrigued by the mystery because sure, obviously it's sad, but there still could be alive. Here's the problem: if they do find them and they're alive, I don't think they have enough time to bring them back up. Um. Anyways. So I'm obsessed, but that's not the reason. Okay. Like, okay. No. Okay. Why am I so happy? Let me think about this. Not the submarine. Does it have to do with the show? Absolutely. Oh, Who am I? That's, that's new. What well, are you talking about? I don't know. Normally it's just like, well, I got a car wash today and they waxed my tires for free. I'm like, that has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> and they can't wax tires. That's um, what it means to be in in your 30s. Okay. You, I know why. For the same reason, I am excited. Say it. New single alert? No! Not Chad? I mean, yes, but no! Oh my gosh, are we even married anymore? What is this? To reality. Oh, welcome to the podcast, guys. <laughs> I'm John, this is my wife, Teresa. One more shot. Okay. I'm going to give you a hint. Please, it I need one. It has something to do with Harold. Okay. Oh, I know why. Woo! Okay. I know why. Well, first you were upset, and I said, here we go again, classic Teresa. But then she came around. They finally played proper South Moravian music when we got to check. Yes, I was upset for about a one millisecond because it started. I'm like, no. And then I listen. I'm like, oh, wait. I think someone else listens to the podcast, someone <laughs> up there who's like, oh, shit, she's right. We should not be playing random music. We should be playing beautiful Czech music. And right. they did. Right. They finally played some South Moravian music, which oh, is not Prague, but it's Czech. I'm from South Moravia. You've heard this music play live. Sure. Remember Multiple those times. couple of grandpas at a wine festival? Mm -hmm. We were like doing the wine cellar hopping. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Czech polka. Yeah. Finally. Finally, I don't have to curse this show off. Six episodes in, they got it right. Also, TLC, if you're listening, I think you're probably right the whole time, but Teresa's notoriously bad at hearing, and so 
Uh, between you and I, I think you got it right. I think Teresa misheard. Delcy, you suck. Oh. Until today. Okay. You right. you listen to us. I know you do. You're like, ah, this chick girl. She knows what's up. Yeah. She knows what's up, and we're going to fix it. And they did. All right. You totally redeemed yourself. But I am happy about Chad. Oh. Chad. Chad. Oh, Chad. Chad is everything we needed. This season, we had Harold, who was sweet and lovable, and brought us to the Czech Republic. Then we got Chad, who we need. We needed someone we could just be like, oh, poor Chad. I, he, the way he talks and the way he, his hobbies, he reminds me of Forrest Gump. Uh-huh. Just like he has a very specific hobby. Yeah. And a very, listen, I love Southern accents, but his is a little too heavy for my ears. Except I'll give you the Forrest Gump. It's not run, Forrest, run, though. It's run, Maria, run. Oh, yeah. Listen. (laughs) And don't look back because Chad's going to be chasing you on his ride on lawnmower. Listen, I think he's a nice dude. I just. Uh, Let's not get ahead of ourselves. We don't know enough about Chad. All right. From what we know. Okay. He seems like a nice dude that has a simple hobby and lives next to his mom. Okay. And he wants love. Okay. We'll get into it at depth. All right. A great detail in a minute. Before we do, real quick, a little business. Okay. A little tiny business here. We're on Instagram and we think you should follow us there. At Married to Reality Pod. You can message us there. Sometimes we post memes, and I've been racking my brain for some memes because I think this week we were blessed with a lot of great television, and we should probably meme it. We've been busy, so we've yet to do that. But if we ever do drop a meme, it'll be on Instagram, at MarriedThroughRealityPod, so follow us there. But also, please message us. Share your thoughts. We want to hear what you have to say. Spread the love. Spread the love. It's a different ask, but I'll ask it right now. Guys, spread the love. Share the love. If you have a friend who likes reality TV, let them know about the podcast. It's okay. You don't have to be ashamed that you listen to this. You should be ashamed that you watch the TV you watch. Be proud that you listen to this. (laughs) This is educational and cultural, and you have a Czech friend. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, we also watch it, and we love it. So don't be ashamed of any of it. Spread the love. Share the love. Sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. So please... You can also support the pod on Patreon, patreon.com slash married to reality, where we're currently covering Love and Paradise, but we got something in the works we'll tell you about next week. We're going to tell you about it next week. Yes. Okay. If you're on the Patreon, you already know, but our patrons, they don't hear this part of the podcast. That's another perk of being on the Patreon. All the episodes are ad free. It's all business free. There's no advertising. There's none of this, no housekeeping, just the meat. Just the reason you come. Yes. So patreon.com slash reality. Also, just follow the podcast wherever you're listening right now. It's so easy to do. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it. It's hot. It's Harold's date in a sewage. <laughs> I found it interesting, too. I think it's smelly. Save but it. Save it. Please, save it. As hot as the date. All right. And last but not least, if you haven't left a review, please do. It's one of the other ways you can support this podcast is by rating and reviewing. And if you leave a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on the Monday podcast, the 90-Day Fiancé podcast. Or as we say, our main podcast. No, I'm trying not to say that. Oh, why not? Because they're all starting to hopefully level out, and they're all going to be the main podcast. 
I mean, obviously they are the main podcast for us, but I feel like 90 day, I mean. It's our I mean, bread and butter. It's our bread. That's what I always say. It's our bread and butter. It's but our beer. You know why? Because beer is a liquid bread. All right. Spoken like a true Czech. Exactly. All right. Let's get into it. Let's talk about it. There is a lot to talk about. And we're going to start with one of our favorites. Oh, who are we kidding? Our, our favorite. Our favorite. Our favorite. I, I, I can't pretend. I can't be. What do you call it when you're um, being diplomatic? Not diplomatic. Democratic? Not democratic. What do you Your call it? Your dad would be proud of that. <laughs> what do you call it? Chad would not be, I'm sure. What do you call it when you're being, I'm being diplomatic? No. No. I'm going to be. Diplodocus. That's a dinosaur. Hmm. What is it? Now I'm scratching my head. Um. Why am I asking you? Because English ESL over there. I, because many times I, think it's, I surprise I'm being diplomatic. you. I, I surprise you with big words. Define diplomatic. You Dip- being polite. I'm being I'm being concerning. I don't know what that means. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to say I'm I'm being fair. I'm being. I'm, oh, I see. I, That's I'm, not diplomatic. I you know, are, but there's another you, word for it. Yes, you are being. Because uh, I was trying to be fair and say. Okay. You are being. Ah, I know the word. Right. Yes. Um, Democrat. So you're you're not just saying it because I'm Czech and we love Czech. Right. No. 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 I was trying to be fair and say, well, one of our favorites. But and then I'm like. Screw it. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to play politics. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to tell you it's our favorite. I'm not being dysentery. I'm not being. Hmm. Mm. You're not being, you're not being a good English speaker because you don't know the word. I know. I, now everyone's yelling at their phones. And I really, I. You, it's, you are, ah, I know the word. Da, <laughs> da, You're da. Googling it. That's not fair. Well. You're not thinking with You're me. not helping. I am thinking. Dem- demonetization. No. Demo- no. Demo- no. Democracy. No. Diplomatic. No. Dip. Diplo. Well, that's some music. Uh Delicate Contradiction (laughs) Absolutely not But we spent too much time Please call in And let us know What word I'm thinking of I'm being This is so bad Harold Okay Let's start I'm being It'll come to you Okay I always wonder You don't take sides Right What is it Can I ask chat GPT Let me ask chat GPT Oh, boy. Hold on. All right. A little AI insert. Don't you really want to know? I do. <laughs> Let's see here. I'm going to have to log in. You don't uh, think sides. This think is a whole sides. thing, but that's good. That's what I want to put in. I want to say, give me a word. Hold on here. Non-binary. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> non, non-picky. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, folks. I haven't been logged in in a second. All right. Here we go. I have the perfect word. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
unbiased. No, it's not it. Okay. Uh, okay, hold on. Dispassionate. No, stop just reading a thesaurus. ChatGPT, <laughs> word that begins with D when you are not taking sides. Here we go. It is thinking, blinking, suspense. Give it to me. Come on. You can do it. Word that begins with D when you are not taking sides. Oh, it's not a D, it's a B. Bureaucratic. Ah, right? So what's I said unbiased, there is a B too. I think it's um um being bureaucratic. And I was saying diplomatic. I think that's what it is. I and guys, I didn't even use I didn't even use chat GPT, but staring at bureaucratic. Hmm. I think so. Maybe. I don't know. I've stumped chat GPT, so. Bureau- what is bu- you think bureaucracy? Bureaucratic? Yeah. yeah, I think so. I'm not being bureaucratic. I'm being bureaucratic. I don't know. We need to talk about this show, Teresa. Okay. All right, please stop typing over there. I want to talk about this show now. Okay. Bureaucracy meeting, a system of government in which most of the important decisions are made by state official rather than by elected representatives. Exactly. Harold, <laughs> in Prague. Okay. Okay. I, I always wondered, who wears the hotel robes? Harold does. I did in Paris. Remember last day I said, these are beautiful robes. Let me put them on. And I put them over my clothes before we went to the airport. Okay. You put them on just to put them on. I yeah, was wondering. they were really pretty. But I was wondering, who are these robes for? Most people don't wear robes at home, I would imagine. I do. You do, but it's only because I got you a robe. I asked for a robe. A beautiful robe, not a sponsor, parachute. Parachute is is a great, it's a little little pricier. I think it's in the $100 range. I love it. I'm just going to say one thing I wish the robe had. Can you guess? Pockets. It has pockets. Oh. I wish it was a little heavier, like a little fluffier. Like a little, Fair like, enough. Fair enough. Because I get I get very cold when I get out of shower. I'm pretty sure parachute does have fluffier robes, but being in Florida, I know it's hot. I didn't want to get you something that was going to make you sweat after you shower. So that was my thinking. That's oh, all. I love it. I wear it all the time. All the time. All right. So, but Harold's got his robe on. He's feeling himself. I think he's feeling like Kevin McAllister in Home Alone. He's got the nice hotel. He probably ordered himself some room service. He's got the robe on. He's feeling himself. He's excited because he's got his first date with Michaela today. Oh, let's say Misha. Let's just cut right to it and say Misha then. Her name is Michaela. That's how you pronounce it. Okay, put a little Yiddish on it. Misha. You, how many Mishas do you know? Like 59? Because it's the most common female name in the Czech Republic. I think I know two. Uh, You know three. Okay, we don't have to go no. through them all, but okay. All right, so Harold's feeling himself. He's got his makeover. He's feeling confident. He's Got a freshly drawn flower that he's going to give Misha. He's feeling good and he's ready to date. Yeah, because Misha looks perfect on the paper. So he hopes that that will transition into actually her being perfect. Right. She was the one, is the one that is a lover of sci-fi, Star Trek. So he's feeling good about this. Okay. Yes. So time to meet Misha. Time for us all to meet Misha, who, big smile, good energy, 
making Harold a little nervous. He's speechless right off so the bat. So nervous. She's taller than him. And she. it's funny because, what's her name? The matchmaker. Mc- Katarina. Katarina. Katarina set him up with Teresa before and thinking Teresa is what he asked for. But Teresa, I'll just be honest, and I can because I'm woman and I'm Czech and she has the same name. Teresa wasn't that beautiful. Like Teresa was a nice looking chick, but Kat- Katarina was saying, oh, she has everything he asked for. Tall, beautiful, blonde. Well, tall, beautiful, blonde is more of a Misha, like skinny, right? Like long legs, well, more or less. Can I say this? Misha is natural beauty. Can I say this? Yeah. I'm with you. I agree. Misha, more naturally beautiful. But beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? Beauty is in the, yeah. Oh, absolutely. So it's all preference. Some would find, some would find Therese more beautiful. Others would find Misha more beautiful. Agreed. And I think it's the same thing like for everyone. There's some beauty standards like who doesn't find Brad Pitt attractive? Like we all do. Guilty. No matter how, whether you're saying he's super hot or you say, oh, he's a fine looking dude, right? Yeah. Like he is the standard. And then Jennifer Aniston, like she is the standard, yeah. right? Sure. She, you cannot say she's not good looking. I think Friends is a turnoff for me. If she wasn't in, if she wasn't in Friends, if she was only in We Are the Millers, I think she was the sexiest woman alive. <laughs> we love We Are the Millers. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so Harold literally got what he asked for. Now in Misha, because she's beautiful, beautiful smile, tall, long legs, beautiful big smile. That's what he, that's literally what he wanted. So I don't think Teresa, Teresa, oh, look at me, so American, <laughs> that Teresa was it. I think Misha is it. And not just the looks, eh. everything. I'm with you. I think Misha is a far better match than Therese. But I think if... Therese was into Harold. Are you saying Therese? Yeah, because that's what she went yeah, by. Yeah, that's I want, what I used to go And by. I want to ha- have a clear distinction that I'm not speaking about you. Ooh. But I think if Therese was into it, Harold, into the date, I think Harold would have been into Therese as well. Yeah, but looks-wise, when it comes to what they like, I mean, Misha is like his twin. This is wild, okay? And at first I go... A hot date at a wastewater treatment plant? What are we doing here, folks? Come on. Like, I want to smack Katarina. That was Misha's idea. But then I go, this is a great test of somebody's personality, somebody's going with the flowness. If you can enjoy yourself at a wastewater treatment plant... Well, then you're probably pretty chill, and that's a good sign. Not even that. Misha literally says, uh, we're going to see this old water tower. I love learning new things. I love new technology. Call me <laughs> a nerd. It's not new technology. Well, new old. Harold. Like, Call me a nerd. And okay. that's who she is, but that's who Harold is. Yeah, well, no, Harold's fired up about it. He's like, oh, cool. I love old technology. Match made in Prague. Hey, which Prague's pretty heavenly. Yeah, that's very true. So they go inside. I love like what wastewater treatment plant has a gift shop. This one does. <laughs> and they take a tour of this place. Harold's all like, do you find this interesting? And he's just like, oh, yeah, of course. 
And Harold's like, it reminds me of my work. I work in nuclear power plants. Okay, fine. This is great. But my first thought when I saw this, I said to myself, go to a brewery. No. Go. This is like a half step away from an old Czech brewery. Go to go to the boudoir and you'll have your pivo there afterwards. Like it probably smells better. It's the same equipment, the same tanks and gears and knobs and noodles. I disagree because I know Harold will drink some beer later, but he's not really drinking it. I don't think he drinks. So I don't care. I don't think he I mean, he does create waste, but there's the wastewater tour. That's not an aphrodisiac. No, but I thought it was so amazing. It was so perfect for the two of them. Just listen to them. There, I know. there is no better place in Prague. Yes, there is. No, what? What? A museum. Not for them. Like, think about it. Two nerds. What's like the <laughs> oddest place you can go to? An old sewer tower? I oh, guess. hell yeah. I just... Museum, okay. that's my move. I would go to the museum. I would take you to the palace. I would take you to a good brewery. Maybe, but that's my personality. Maybe I'm looking at this too, through too normal of a lens. I was just going to say, because... I don't want to say Harold is not normal. He's normal, but he also, he's his own normal, right? He is on the spectrum and he has certain things he enjoys in life. Those are not things you and I enjoy in life. Some of them maybe, but he just needs someone who sees the world the same way he does. Not the way you do. Here's the good news. I don't think they had to book a private tour for them to be alone. I don't think anyone is racing to tour that place. Disagree again. I thought it was great. The tour guide spoke English. Do not English. sign me up for that. And I'm not going to because that's not my thing. But here's the thing. I am the one who, on our first date, we went to a bar, right? And it was great. We both drink. And the second date, because you listened to me on the first date, I was telling you about my love for museums. So you basically said, hey, I'm going to go check out this museum when I come. Mm-hmm. And then we went ice skating because we bought ice skates. And it's like we did things that you and I enjoy, but you also listen to me. Harold learned something about Misha. And Misha, I'm sure, learned something about Harold. So this was what she came up with. And it's perfect. Okay. He doesn't imagine if you went on a date. With a girl who loves bougie branches and a club. And you would go to a bougie branch and then you would get hammered and hit the club at 5 p.m. You would not like it. That's not you. No, but I feel like you're missing my point. A brewery and seeing how the beer is brewed and all that goes into it and the technology and the tanks and the fermentation process, it's very similar to this, but in a more romantic setting, usually breweries are cleaner and smell better and there's a better finale to it well because john went to a brewery in the czech republic yeah i've gone to breweries all over the world yeah but that's that's the thing this is different okay and i don't think these two are you're right there aren't slugs there's not slugs hanging from the roof of a brewery usually may there may be some but Back to my point, you and I, we love beer. We enjoy Czech beer, craft beer. We, we love beer, right? And Czech is known for their beer. And that's why they're going to drink it later. Go to the brewery. No, look at the sewage. Here's the only 
defense I'll give for this place. They do get into this like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory style vessel. No, it was a Phantom of the Opera. Have you seen Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Have you seen Phantom <laughs> of the Opera? Answer my question first. I have. The one okay. with Johnny Depp. No, the previous one, the, the yeah. original, the OG. They get into this little boat float and they start floating through. And it, this, it was very reminiscent. And that's where Harold spots the slugs. But it's also where Harold... Slimati. Exactly. It's also where Harold makes his big move. And puts oh, his arm, yeah. puts his arm around the old mesh. Well, she didn't put. He. It was a smooth move because he smooth. rested on the boat smooth. behind her. Yeah. So it wasn't like he wasn't going straight for the touch. It yeah. was just kind of like if she leaned back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He smooth. tested the waters. She accepted. They both had these big grins on. It was very sweet. Very sweet. Wait for it. Wait for it. Here's the thing. You talk about oh, she loved the septic tank. She loved the sewer. I think she would have loved his suspenders. I think, I think so too. I think she would have been totally fine with it. Oh, and that, absolutely. And that's why I said way back when, when he had his makeover, no, the suspenders are not offensive. There's nothing wrong with the suspenders. Find someone who appreciates and loves the suspenders because he was half a second away from throwing them on for this date. Uh, it's his whole outfit prior to meeting uh, the two ladies. So Petra. Petra and Katarina. It's not the suspenders. The suspenders are fine. I used to wear suspenders. It's everything else that he wears it with. If he wore a nice white button down or a glide blue and nice pants, dark, darker jeans, something simple, normal shoes, and then he put his suspenders on as a pop of color, of yeah. pop of something crazy. Yeah. Love it. You're right. He was wearing the suspenders over Hawaiian shirts and You're wild right. pants. Yeah. Like, he he could have, he would have looked like a southern lawyer. If he put, oh, yeah. if he popped those suspenders on, I do declare, I do love these slugs and sanitation date. That's what he would have looked like if he had the <laughs> the suspenders on this outfit. Yeah. Oh yeah. He totally could have put them on, but um, the stylist was in his head and he did not. But hey, either way, Misha thought he was. What did she say? Not that he was. She said Harold's. She first said, Harold seemed very intelligent and I find that sexy. Well, Harold yeah, sexy. is not like a normal sexy, but he is something inside of him. Exactly. Yeah. So the tour ends, but the date does not. They go outside to sit and talk with a small pivo, a, a male pivo. Mm-hmm. Small, that's small beer for all well, English speakers. <laughs> yeah, John knows a lot about Czech and beer. Mm-hmm. But Let's not let's not skip over Harold's beautiful sentence. Oh yes. He's like, love comes unexpectedly, sometimes even in a sewer. Better po- better poetry than Usama has ever written. Oh yeah. <laughs> I love oh, that. Oh yeah. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. So yeah, the tour ends though and they sit down and they talk and share a beer and they don't just, share a beer, they well, each I mean, have a beer. They share a beer. That's what you say. Yeah, we that's have those sh- nice mugs. You remember we bought them? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Uh, Bernard. Yes. That's the beer. It's the brand. So, okay, they're talking and they're making small talk. Misha asks, have you ever been to Comic-Con? Because it's big in the States and mm-hmm. she must read the blocks. And Harold's like, oh, I've been. Absolutely, I've been. I, I met William Shatner. No idea who that is. Star Trek? Mm. Uh, Priceline.com commercials? Priceline? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh wait. Uh. Is it a captain something? Yeah. 
I've never seen Star Trek more than like one Me and a half neither. episodes, but yeah. I, I hate believe. those commercials. Priceline negotiator. No, it's like the Captain Curious. Oh, cast Captain Obvious. Captain Obvious. That's Hotels.com. Oh. Mm. Anyway. Too many commercials. <laughs> so, so then they're talking about work and Misha works as the receptionist at a spa. And here is why I, after she said it, I thought that. I, th- I thought I recognized you. No, but, okay. Let me, let me put it in perspective, right? I came to the U.S. willingly on my own because I was slightly lost. I was in college. I wasn't happy what I studied. I wanted to do it. And I was, I was literally 20. So I had everything ahead of me, right? I'm going to guess. Misha's probably in her mid to late 30s, right? So okay. she has Early to some, mid, I would say. something going for her career-wise. And I'm just going to put it out there. If she was a lawyer, if she was a doctor, if she had some career that would be hard for her to do in the in the U.S. because you would need extra years of school, right? You mm. would need a lot of extra work. I don't think this would work because she would not abandon her her job to go to the U.S. where she could not do it. However, yes, she's a receptionist at a spa. She can do it in the U.S. Her English is good enough. Yep. If she wanted to do something like this, the door is open to her. Sure. And that's why I was like, oh, my gosh, if this works out and she does move to the U.S. with him, that's great because she wouldn't feel like, oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm leaving everything behind, everything I worked so hard for, meaning she's not a doctor or a lawyer, right? She could do what she does in Czech. She could do it in America. Great point. So we learn what she does for work. Then that leads Harold to whip out his drawings and Misha's into it. She, she's impressed. She likes it. She says, oh, I don't really have hobbies. I, she probably lives in an apartment, doesn't have a lawn to mow or anything. So she doesn't have hobbies. <laughs> well, she plays Assassin's Creed. She says, but I play some video games. I play some computer games. Assassin's Creed. I think Harold had to change his underwear after he heard that. <laughs> Very excited. I know, I've heard it. I don't know what it is. I... Only know how to play Zoo Tycoon. Mm-hmm. Zoo Tycoon, Tycoon, Tycoon. Zoo Tycoon. I played it for about a week straight when I was sick. Yeah. And then all the animals escaped one day. I got really upset. Mm-hmm. Haven't touched it since. Oh well. Shout out to June's Journey, our new sponsor. So oh! I'm gonna get you to play that because I've been playing it and it's super. Fun. Is it like Zoo Tycoon? No, no. Have you ever played Zoo Tycoon? I may have. I played Roller Coaster Tycoon. Uh, no, Zoo Tycoon. <laughs> zoo Tycoon, you build your own zoo and then you take care of the animals, but you have to take it. They die, they get birth, they give birth, okay. they escape. Okay. It can be crazy. They can eat the guests if things go wow. wrong. Wow. And, oh, a lot of anxiety, but I was sick. Okay. Then the animals escaped. And I was done with it. That's All right. my gaming experience. All right. Well, I'm going to get you on June's journey. All right. You're going to like it. Okay. So then they're, they're bonding. Everything is going great. Harold asks, are you hungry? And Misha is a little hungry. Maybe she can go for something small, she says. Maybe something sweet. That's something that's so check because, as you know, mm-hmm. when you get to my parents' house, what's always on the table? Some sweets. sort of a snack. Mm. Sweets. Slatka. This The uh, the long pretzel stick yes. that you like. Yes. Always something. My parents always chase us with cheese and and, and uh, pickles and something well, those pickled. Are not, that's are not sweet. Those are. 
no, savory and salty. Well, because and, they know what we like. But yeah. grandma chases us Ooh. with sweets, right? The the first sentence I learned in Czech proves how much these Czechs like sweets. The first sentence I learned was "Nejekuiba bitchka, namamrad slatke," which means "No, thank you, grandma. I don't like sweets." Every single time he says it, my grandma's like, "Really." Oh, still. yeah. But she Bichka wants to fatten me up. She loves to hit me with the sweets. And I have to oh, say, yeah. And then but I thought goes, you did have, I hope you had a piece at least once. Oh, I've had a piece or two. All right, good. Believe you me. All right. So then Harold says, you're, you're sweet. Let me, you want a sweet? Let me whip out something for you. I, I've been sitting on this lollipop this entire day. Oh, two lollipops that were sitting, he literally whipped them out of his ass. <laughs> Yeah. And he goes, you, you suck on this. I've had too much beer. I got to go to the bathroom. He gets up and he leaves. And I didn't know how this was going to go. Misha took his sketchbook and started drawing. That in was it. beautiful. It was very sweet. I could see some people being a little protective. Hey, this is my artwork. It was perfect. You kind of, you, you vandalized a little bit. I loved it. But I loved it. Harold comes back. He loves it. Of course. And she's like, yeah, you had this house. I, I added a son to it. It's like Misha completes Harold. Yeah. Very beautiful. So Very beautiful. Um, Harold's getting a little too confident, I think. Yeah, and I hate the previews because I think when Harold took some dating one-on-one with Katarina, she should have told him not to invite girls to hotel rooms. Uh. Don't do it. Don't don't. I mean, do Katarina it. probably never thought it would get this far. Yeah, don't do it. Whether you are Harold or you're not, don't invite girls that you just met to your hotel room because it comes across very creepy, and you can be Brad Pitt. Here's, I think, here's a good piece of advice for anyone in the dating world or anyone anywhere really. Leave them wanting more. Whether you're on a first date. Whether you're a musician playing a show, a comedian, a chef, leave them wanting more. Not the chef. I want everything I pay no, for. No, you don't want to walk out feeling sick. You want to walk out going, man, we got to go back because I want those lamb chops. Yeah, well, I meant it in a way that that's up to you. If you order 10 items on the menu, then you, you are going to sure, get sick. sure. But as a chef, I want the best out of the best. If I pay some money for something and it's not Wendy's, I want the best out of the best. Fair enough. But Harold, he's like, well, if you're hungry, I know all I have on me right now is this lollipop, which you devoured. But if we're done here, I can have a meal prepared back at my hotel. That is that what he said? Mm-hmm. Oh... Okay, well, the meal isn't the worst, but still, the, the hotel side... I'm pretty sure the preview, though, he was like, you want to go up to the room? Yeah. I think that's it. And I saw, I saw her face. Again, they can edit, but don't sure. invite a girl to no, your hotel room. Leave them, leave them wanting more. Yeah, just leave it at... Give it, give it a hug, and maybe you'll see each other again. Oh, my gosh, Harold. You guys know the story, unless you're new to the pod, if you are welcome. But on our first date, which Teresa mentioned already... She ordered two beers. Yeah. I said, should we do a third? I know you checks like to get down on a pivo or two or a three. And Teresa said, no, two is it for me. 
And I thought, she's not into me. She doesn't like me. She wants to go home. Maybe she's got another date. But I said, all right, I'm a gentleman. I said, two it is. I walked her to the corner. Well, you paid. I paid. I walked her to the corner where I picked her up. No, I walked her to the corner where she was going <laughs> to, she didn't want me to know where she lived, of course. You didn't want me to know where you live. Fair. But you said, next time it's on me. Yeah, I did. And then I knew, all right, she's in, no one, you don't have to say that. You're yeah. saying that because you want to signal to me that you had a good time, that there's yeah. another date. And I totally did. In the future. And look at us now we're married. Yeah. We've been together for, I have lost count, seven, eight years. Yeah. Who yeah. knows? Well, but it was he, two beers. She left me wanting more. I don't know if I told you. I think I did about that book I got from. I think so. Yeah. So the book basically said that if you're on a date, it was about dating in New York City. If you're on a date and you really like the guy and you feel like you want to see him again, then cut it short. Like, mm. don't get drunk. Cut it short. Don't just, don't do anything crazy. Like, just chit get to know him and try to see him next if he's into that, right? Yeah. I'll tell you what. If you, if you sucked, I probably would only have one beer and leave. If you were okay, I had fun with you, but I would, I, I had like friends vibes in a way. I would be like, hey, like you were a great friend, but sure. I don't feel it. I would maybe have four beers and go home. <sighs> but I felt two beers was the perfect amount of like chatting, getting to know each other. And by the way, our date was like three hours long. Yeah. The second, it was a long day. The second beer signaled, okay, she's not running away. Yeah. She's down to chat a little more. But I was not trying to get drunk because, you know, I can drink beer if I wanted to. And oh, I found is, out on the second date. This is eight years ago, so I really could drink, guys, back then. Yeah. And so for me, it was like I could not let loose because I don't like losing control. And okay. that was, and after I talked to you for a little bit, I was like, all right. Besides him being tall and cute, he's cool. Yeah. And that's why I... Put a put an end to the first date. All right. Well, it worked out. Whatever it did. Now. Look at us now. All right. I think we need to take a break because not because we talked too long about Harold. We talked too long about bureaucracy or bureaucrats or diplomats. We talked too long and <laughs> we need to take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about an old friend of ours. We'll talk about a new friend of ours. All right. All right. Let's take a break. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. And I'm only saying hello because we're done with Harold. We're uh, on to Stanika. You could have said ahoy because ahoy is goodbye as well. And we're True. saying goodbye to Misha. Well, ahoy and hello. Ahoy and hello, Teresa. Yep. All right. Stanika. Just uh, we got a little bit of Stanika this week. She's meeting up with Nina. She wants to talk about the date disaster that was Sala. Yeah, so uh, I I don't know how I feel about her being so in her head because I always I always forget that Sal was her second date ever. Not Ooh. oh second date in Morocco, second date ever. Such a good point. And then she's like, "Yeah, I didn't like it. It was like a roller coaster, and I don't like roller coasters. No vibe, no chemistry." Have you tried roller coaster tycoon? <laughs> <laughs> well, Nina says, well, if I knew, I wouldn't have set, set you up with him. But at the same time, at least now you know what you don't want. Yeah. You're I was just going to add, the problem is that she thinks she knows what she wants. And now she, that's all she wants. You're 100% correct. Because I completely forgot she doesn't have a romantic past. 
no dating, no dating history. And it's so easy to fall in love when you got no context and you go, oh, this Nordine, this is it. Mm -hmm. He's checking all the boxes. It's like, you don't even know what your boxes are. You don't really figure out what you want until you figure out what you don't want. And so she thinks she knows, oh, Nordine is it. But you might be right. You're putting, as Nina says, I don't want you to put all your eggs into one basket. Into Nordine's basket. Into Nordine's basket. And I don't want <laughs> Nordine to put his his eggs into your basket. Exactly. It's too, it's too soon. Too many eggs in too many baskets. Here's my question. Was Nina the one with the 100% success rate? Yep. You don't have a 100% success rate, Nina. We were well, questioning. Well, she does. She Nordine was it, it seems like. But at the same time, she wants her to go on more dates to really ensure herself that what she wants is Nordine. And hopefully that's how he feels too. You don't know it after one random date. You need more. Not nor dates, more dates. Exactly. And and Stanika is like, well... I mean, I've been talking to him. I've been chatting, texting, not too much, but not too little. I was texting to him when I was in, with Sarah. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's great. But you flew all the way to Morocco. You don't just buy the first hand that you see. You're going to look at other hands and you might come back to the first hands. That's what we do with Christmas trees. Now, are you, you s- saying hands or hands? The animal. Hands. Yeah, that's what I said. Got it. That's what we do when we buy a Christmas tree. We find the one, we love it, we put it on the side, and we look at the rest to make sure there is not a better one. That's what I do when I go to the store and I'm looking for produce. That's what I do when I'm looking for anything, really. Very true. It's like when you I go buy- this, you go, this is the one to beat, but you try to beat it. Yeah, when you find out, when you buy avocados, you touch the one that's perfectly soft, not so soft, but hey, is there a better one? You gotta yeah. touch them all. Touch them all. It's and a great then, metaphor. Yes. And then <laughs> put them in your mouth if you want to. Well, Have not, fun not, with it. Not avocados, but for example. Peel, to- peel it, see what's underneath. And then you, you pick the one you want to settle down with and make guacamole with. Beautiful. And to make guacamole, it's like you add tomatoes too. What do you, how do you know that a tomato is great? You smell it. Wait a minute. Are we inviting other people into this relationship, Teresa? I was talking about us. <laughs> Well, no, I'm just saying, like, tomato is part of it, and how you pick a good tomato, I, I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, never mind. But, guys, when you're shopping for a tomato, smell that. But before you get married, have a salad. Fruit salad, Mediterranean salad, Asian salad, Chick all sorts salad. of salads. Yeah, John was having a salad while he was eating my salad. Mm-mm. <laughs> you know what that means. What? what? <laughs> I'm just I'm using your metaphor. Oh boy. What? Do you know what it means? What? Have you heard? Eat, eating a salad is sexual? Tossing a salad is. What does it mean? Let's How do you toss a salad? Let's find out. Tell Let's me. See. Alexa. Volume ten. No. No. Okay. No oh boy. Alexa, what does it mean to toss somebody's salad? Oh, she's such a prude. It means to eat somebody's ass, Teresa. What? Oh yeah. Tossing a salad? Oh yeah. It 
has nothing to do with your butt. I absolutely agree. That's, I've never heard it before. I think we should move on. So you did not toss my salad. Oh, mm. let's just leave it out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But you peeled my avocado. Here we go. Let's move on. Let's stop burying the lead because I want to talk about Chad more than anything. First and foremost, swell dog alert. Oh, wait, we're, oh, we're done with Stanika. You're right. Yeah. Chad, new, new boy. New boy on the show. New boy from Tennessee. Tennessee. Uh-oh. <laughs> Who invited Terry to the podcast? <laughs> That's what John said. That Chad sounds like Terry. Chad? Okay. Chad talks like he's got a piece of hay in his mouth. Yes. But I don't think it's hay. I think it's chewing tobacco. You might be right, but oh my gosh, I just thought of something. Guys, at the beginning of the show, I said that Chad reminds me of Forrest Gump, right? Yes. That's not true. Chad reminds me of Bubba, Forrest's friend, oh. because all Bubba could talk about were shrimps. Oh, all he Chad was like all about. kinds of shrimps, like that kind of a shrimp, big shrimp, jumbo shrimp. Ocean shrimp, pink shrimp. I don't obviously eat shrimp, so you know that I have no knowledge. But Baba did. And that's Chad. But he, instead of loving shrimp, he loves cutting grass. Mm, the lawn. Yeah. But back to the chewing tobacco. Okay. There was a scene when he's at the airport when he finally meets Maria. And you see the back of him like going up an escalator. You can see the ring in his back oh, pocket. Yeah. Not from from his wallet, but from a skull container. I was thinking about it. I saw the ring. And I'm like, what is it? Yeah, it says chewing tobacco container. Uh, that's gross. I hate chewing tobacco. Yeah. So I've tried it once. Disgusting. Just, when he talks, just picture a piece of hay coming, yeah. out, coming out of his mouth. I Chewing tobacco makes your breath smell horrible. Uh, well, it, I did it like four and a half times in high school. Your friend used to do it a lot. All the time. But you get like the mint scent and it's, it does, it doesn't smell like a mint. Oh, it's terrible for you. Absolutely terrible for you. So anyways, let's meet Chad. Well, I consider myself a Southern. I love being outdoors and I love my dogs and I consider my dogs my kids. And if I could do anything, if I had the choice, I'd mow my lawn. I'd mow it on Monday. I'd mow it on Tuesday. I'd mow it on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. But then someone said, well, that's not good for your lawn, Chad. You should only mow it like once a week. And I said, well, what do I do with the rest of my time? Then I said, I guess I sit here in this rocking chair and chew on this here tobacco. <laughs> That's a some great accent. <laughs> What's nice. your name? Uh, Jerry. No. Oh, to go with Terry? Yeah, Terry and Jerry. All Attorneys right. at law. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Terry, definitely. I was getting some Terry, Terry vibes. I think Terry is a big fan of Chad. We had to rewind to get his name. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's like... He's like, my name's Chad, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, what? Johnny's like, what's his name? I'm like, I think it's Chad. Rewind. His name is Chad. And he has the heaviest southern accent out there. But he's also got a dip in his mouth. So that makes it hard to understand. What's a dip? The chewing tobacco oh, yeah, in yeah. his lip. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Then we meet his mom, who I'm going to call affectionately Paula Lean. She reminds me of Paula Dean, but a little more fit. Well, we meet Patsy, which what kind of a name is that? <laughs> Her name is probably Patricia. Oh, <laughs> makes more sense. We make Patsy and what is Patsy a model? Patsy is gorgeous. Patsy, 
looks like she is still modeling for tractors and <laughs> and uh, yeah. ho- horses. Farm and tractor. Yeah, like I can see her being like a farm model. I'm not even joking. She's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Cool hair, all the jeans. I don't. I don't know how Chad did not get her jeans. Okay, Paula Jean, and that's her name, not yeah, Paula but, Dean. But they live right next to each other. He has eight acres. Mom has four acres. And when you put it together, that's 19 acres. Well, he <laughs> said his dad died three years ago, which, doing the math, it's kind of COVID, I guess. Ooh, I know. All right before COVID. Well, sad regardless. So now he's there for his mom. Yeah, yeah. He he kind of went to a dark place. He got depressed, understandably, yeah. when his dad passed. But he says, you know, my dad wouldn't want me to be depressed. My dad would want me to get out there and fuck some Colombians. Yes, and I find this so interesting because he's like, he said he works for a major shipping company and then I, we see him wearing all brown, cutting a package in the intro. Mm-hmm. So that means he works for UPS. I think I think it's UPS. There are there's the the door to door drivers, and there are the long haul drivers. You got to go from like distribution. No, he's center door to door. I don't think so. Yeah. If he said he's a tractor trailer driver, I think he's long haul. He's probably going distribution center to distribution center. Oh. Well, anyways. I would imagine. I was door-to-door. Shout out to the USPS, the United States Postal Service. That's the worst out of all of them. How dare you? That's federal. Teresa, that's federal. They lose packages. I was one of the best. I did lose a lot of packages my first day on the job, but I figured out a system. They they lose. They've lost multiple packages of mine. I had to do like several weeks of training, but they don't tell you about the packages. They don't teach you about the packages. You have to come up with your own system. I was on my own when they put me out there that first day. I did my, I think I've told this story before. I did my entire route. I went, I got back to base camp and everyone's like, wow, that's a record time, John. And you have to like scan. There's, if you guys live, I don't know, this was in Connecticut. They put barcodes in certain mailboxes mm-hmm. and you have like a supermarket checkout oh. scanner. Oh, I love those. And you have to beep. Beep. And they that's how they kind of track your progress. That's the, the reason why I go to self-checkout so I can do it myself. Sure. And so I hit all my marks. I made it home. Like, that was very fast, John. And then we realized I had all the packages. Uh. Because they, they give you, like, trays of mail, mm. and they're organized by address. So, like, one Main Street, three Main Street, five, and you just boop, and you go boop, boop. Packages, they're all just in the back of the truck. And you kind of have to, every man for themselves over there. So then after that, I figured out a system where I'm going to go through all the packages. I had a notepad. I wrote down all the addresses because I knew the town and I could figure out the route. Wrote it down, had it hanging in the front of my truck. And so as I would go neighborhood by neighborhood, I'd check. Any packages? Okay, here. Drop them off. Nailed it. But it was a learning curve, to say the least. Yeah, I'm a big UPS and FedEx fan. FedEx is a little more expensive. But, yeah, USPS, I mean, we're friendly. But they screwed me over multiple times. All right. Okay. So, anyways, Chad. We learned he was engaged three times. Which is sad. Never made it to the altar. He's saying, well, all these American women, I think that's the issue. Me and the American women, we, now we don't get along, okay? So I'm going to take this here package to Columbia. I'm going to make a special delivery. Oh, okay. okay. Chad, Chad's taking this first class. 
I think Jerry is taking this all kinds of classes. <laughs> but it's not the American woman. It's you, Chad. You're the common denominator. Well, he said he works with multiple Colombian women and they're great, loyal, family-oriented, nice, and they're also very nice to look at. He likes the darker skin and dark hair. I do like the skin tones, gorgeous. Uh, only one one small problem here. I, I, I barely speak English, as you can tell, and I don't speak a lick of Hispanic. <laughs> Did he say Hispanic? No. Okay. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I put a piece of prize. <laughs> That's for sure, because, yeah, his English is probably worse than mine, but... So... Cut to, cut to Juan and Chad. They're facing, of course, Juan is his matchmaker, right? Yeah, this is what I find interesting, too. It's like he said he really likes Juan. They're connected. They're getting along. They're very, very different people. Oh. Very different people. Nah, they're, both, they're both boys, both men. Do you connect with every man? Yeah, sort of. No, you don't. Eh, football. No, you don't. Football. We hate football. Soccer. Football. Football. Yeah. Um, I just loved how he's FaceTiming Juan and Chad's like, sounds like me in second grade Spanish. Hola, Juan. Muy bien. E2. I love that he's talking to him while sitting on his mover. It's his favorite activity, Teresa. I can believe it is. And the Forrest Gump always Here's the thing. did that. Here's the thing. I give Chad a lot of shit. No no need to. It's just fun. It's good old-fashioned fun. I used to love mowing the lawn. Before I got a lawnmower, I had to beg my parents to let me mow the lawn. They used to hire a guy, 25 bucks a pop. I said, I'll do it for free. They said, well, we don't have a lawnmower. I said, do we have scissors? I took the scissors <laughs> out, and I would crawl across. I was like eight, nine years old. I would crawl across the front lawn and cut the lawn with my no. scissors. I loved it. You know who hates mowing lawns? Mm. It's related to you. By me. Our uncle. Your uncle. No. Your dad. Yes. You guys don't have a lawn. We, what are you talking about? Did you see the backyard? It's a garden. Had? Yeah, but you need to cut it. Okay. He hates it so much. He always finds a lot of excuses. And then guess who ends up doing it? You. No. Do I live there? Oh. Your mom. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, so they're talking, Juan, Chad, and Juan's like, well, have you learned any of the pickup lines that I've taught you? Like, you look pretty. And muy bien. Muy, muy bonito. He's yeah, he's still struggling. Listen, he has a long way to go, but out of all these people, he's the only one who learned some. Sort of. What are you talking about? Hero knows zero Czech. Stanika knows zero Arabic. Don't even get me started okay. on Mark. No, oh, absolutely. I mean, Susan might know a little. Hola, como esta? Yeah, she... Ugh, let's, <laughs> we'll we'll, we'll get, talk about her later. We'll get to her. But okay. So Chad's talking to Juan and Juan's like, well, all right. I feel like I need to build Chad's confidence because, yes, he was cheated on. He's had terrible experiences with American women. So I'm going to build this. I'm going to build this confidence. And how am I going to do that? Well, I got a surprise. Chad, your first date's going to be waiting for you at the airport. So bad. It's so Ter bad. Literally the last thing. If I could have a list of a hundred things, the very last thing I would want to do when I got off the plane 
from an international flight would be go on a first date. 100%. Especially because he's someone who never traveled. He's never been out True. of the country. He figured out the Darcy Dosh somehow. Mm-hmm. But He kind of did it better than her, to be honest. Well, he also needs less than she does. Fair. But this was such a bad idea. And I wish... Listen, I feel like Chet also deserves love. Being engaged three times. I don't know. But... Oh, no, he, no, Chad, I like Chad. As much shit as I give him, I like him. There's no reason to dislike him from what we've seen. So I'm team Chad. I'm team love. Let's go and find it. I hated he went to Colombia because of Juan. He should have gone to check. Juan stinks. He should have told Katarina what he wants. She would set him up with someone he exactly that he wants. Yes. It would suck. And then we, we, she would set him up with a girl who appreciates grass, who loves mm-hmm. cows. Smoking who- and mowing. Like, yes, he, Juan is literally the worst matchmaker. Terrible. He's so bad. I'm glad Susan has him. Yeah, well, she deserves it, but she is, he is so bad, so is she. But I feel bad for Chad because he sets her, he set him up with a gorgeous woman who loves to travel. She's out there. She's extroverted and that is Chad Chad who's never been outside of Tennessee I guess well he might have crossed state lines on his lawnmower but yeah I don't know what the range is on that thing so Chad gets to Columbia yes he does the Darcy Dash and then he meets Maria and I was so thrown because again Juan's got this great idea you're going to meet your first date at the airport and I'm so conditioned by 90 Day Fiance. She was standing there with a big welcome poster. I was so conditioned that, like, he comes through the terminal. They see each other. They run into each other's yeah. arms and start making out. And I was so it was extra awkward because there was no chemistry, right? It's the no. first date. It's a no. blind date. I, it was extra awkward because he was nervous. They didn't know each other. On top of that, I'm expecting this big makeout session. It clearly didn't happen, obviously. Chad is thrilled because Maria looks like a model. She sure does. And that makes him speechless. And I just wish, I just wish that she wasn't at the airport. 100%. He could shower. He could put himself together. He could relax a little. You say it makes him speechless. I wish he was speechless. (laughs) He goes, she takes off her mask and he goes, oh, muy bonita. Which... Okay, good for you. Yeah. She goes, no, 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 no. My name is Maria. (laughs) (laughs) So they get in the cab. It is very awkward. So awkward. Maria's like, well, Chad's the typical American cowboy. You know, he Mm -hmm. knows two words, but I'm going to try to get to know him. And so Maria says, Chad, what what do you do for fun? What do you do for fun? Oh, my gosh. This cracked... Me up. I love cutting grass. He's like, you know, like cutting grass, mowing long grass. She got it eventually. And she's like, well, and then he asks her, I was like, what do you like to do? She's like, well, I like to hang out with my mom, going to restaurants. He's like, oh, I also go to church with my mom, but but then I go home and I I cut the grass. (laughs) I was like... Is this has to be a joke. For real. This has to be a bit. 
He's a bubba. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. But I love it. I love it so much. I mean, here's the thing. If he said, oh, I love, I don't know. I love building. Working fr- out. Working out. I love building furniture. I build furniture. It's fun. Decorate my home, right? But cutting grass. Cutting grass. <sighs> cutting grass. Well. I'm here for it. It's similar to you saying you love to clean. It's very similar to that. Yes, but if someone asks me sure. about my hobbies, I would never say I love to clean. And here's the thing. Teresa, on, our, to on our first date, I made her very nervous. She was very nervous, very caught off guard when I showed up. You thought I was going to be like five foot one. Well, I really thought you are going to be very, very short. I made her a little nervous when I walked in. That was in. my only thing. I almost, I was like, well, I have, there's one thing I love. I love tall men. I do. And I was just... <laughs> Well, because I'm not that tall and it's, I don't know, it's very European. And my only concern, I loved your pics. You looked very cute. We chatted. You were cool. I was just concerned you're going to be my height. I'm 5'5", five five, so I was nervous you're going to be 5'5". Five five. Sure. So. You're she's, not. She's He's 6'2". She was very nervous. She was speechless. But when she <laughs> did answer some of my questions, you you said things you wouldn't otherwise say if you were more comfortable or one hundred percent. When I said, "Do you like what music? Do you like?" You're like, I don't like music, right? You said things that you would not have said had you been in a different situation. Well, it's because it's I, we talked about it like recently. What kind of music do you like? Is so personal that can shape one's opinion. Like sure. if I told you I'm a Swifty, for example, I'm not a Swifty, right. but if I said I'm a Swifty, you would get a certain idea. If I said I love the Beeps. I don't know if you love the beeps. Do you love the beeps? You love the beeps. Sure. I didn't know that. Sure. It's like politics, religion, and then music. 100%. It could, it could totally change the dynamic of the conversation. If you ask me on a third date, I would when we got to know each other a little, then I would be like, oh, yeah, I'm really big on Green Day. I'm really big on certain like punk rock. But I also love the beeps. Right. So the only reason I bring that up is because... Had Chad answered, what is your hobby? And in the moment, he's nervous, she's beautiful, and he's like, well, I love pulling weeds and mowing my lawn. I'd be like, okay, he's <laughs> nervous. And no, he, no. He, every chance he got, he told us how much he loved mowing he his lawn. He loves cutting grass. Yeah. He's like a human cow. Cows like snack on it, that's yeah. how they cut it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he just loves it. Loves it. He just, why I don't love it? Because... Allergies? I, I'm telling you, I loved it. I I can understand where he's coming from, but keep that to yourself. When you have a podcast one day, Chad, then you can share your love for mowing the lawn. Until then, say it once and move on. Or not even. Don't say it. Get to know her. Whip it out on a third date, kind of jokingly, but then make it like... I'm actually not kidding. I do love cutting grass, but I also... Love uh, hanging out with my friends. I love hiking. Like yeah. weed, weed whacking. Yeah, it's all about. Yeah. It's all about like, sure, if that's what you love, say it. But add to it. Don't leave it as that's your that's <laughs> one and only that's, passion. That's why you live. That's why you are on this earth is to cut grass. Yeah. All right. Last and certainly least. Susan. So Juan is paying Susan a visit at the hotel. 
Susan just had her second date. It was, wasn't great. It was better than her first, but only because he was sexy. Well, okay. So Juan is asking her about the date. And she's like, well, it was good. We had a great time. We laughed a lot. Did you? You didn't like it. Yeah. You didn't laugh a lot unless the cameras didn't show it to us. No, I think she she found him attractive. And so she put up with yeah. his shit. But that's as far as it goes. She doesn't want a second date with him. She doesn't think he's serious enough. She's not the man for her. He's you, not the man for her. Do you remember when Juan was talking to Chad and then telling the camera about Chad? He's like, yeah, he's this cowboy. He's this raw country boy. Medellin, it's a city. All these girls are city girls. Mm-hmm. But we're going to use his country vibe to get girls. Carlos was a country dude. Hmm? Carlos. Oh. Carlos was a country dude. Got it. Yes. So you're saying, oh, oh, everyone here in Colombia in the city is like a very... I, I don't think Carlos is a country dude. He was at a big uh, crocodile dundee head. I know, but that was because of the part he was playing. He you was think like, so? He's dancing. He's an actor. Well, I mean, he's yeah, a musician. He, he's no Chad, but... There are country boys. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. No. Juan stinks. Let's be honest. Juan stinks. Juan's the worst. Juan's the worst. He needs to close his business. <laughs> close the business down. One star on Google. but <laughs> And on Yelp. And uh, don't, he's not, I think he was banned from Yelp because he started putting in fake reviews. <laughs> TripAdvisor banned. TripAdvisor. Not, yeah, not recommended. <laughs> so Susan is talking to Juan, getting super combative doesn't want to hear anything that Juan has to say because Juan's like, well, listen, every guy I've given you checked all the boxes, but still you're saying it's not good. Whoever I give you, you're not happy with. I don't think you're ready to date. You're just, you're going to turn everyone down. Here's the problem with Juan. If you look at Nina, if you look at Katarina, they do go down the checklist, but they also get to know the people and match the personalities, right? Mm-hmm. Especially Katarina. Juan doesn't. He goes down the checklist. So, yeah, is Carlos hot? Check. Is he younger? Check. Does he travel? Check. But it's the thing. He doesn't travel on a first class. He probably travels and couch surfs, right? Right. Does he, does he <laughs> love art? Check. Oh, yeah, he's a musician. Like, Juan doesn't go deeper on these people. He does these surface-level checks thinking, oh, but this is what you asked for. But that's... Listen, I'll take Susan's side. That's not what she asked for. So I'm not a matchmaker. I know very little. But I have to imagine a matchmaker can only be as good as the people he has in his roster. And Juan, admittedly, is new to this game. So I don't think his Rolodex is that deep. So why does he have all these people... Katarina, who is the bomb, and I'm not just saying it because she's Czech, has one, one herald. Nina has two. Yeah, someone's and going to check. We, we, we saw in the preview, someone's well, going. Hopefully. Juan has like 59 of them. I, Nina's getting two. Katarina's getting two. Juan's getting three. For whatever he's, reason. He's probably the cheapest because he's the newest. He's also the closest to the States. The US. And I have to say, I think going to Colombia is probably the cheapest out of all these. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, probably. Um, 
but I just I don't think his bench is that deep. So he doesn't have the clients to pull from. So he's just throwing dick at Susan, hoping <laughs> that she says yes to one of them. Yeah, but it's horrible. That's not yeah, how you Juan do stinks. Juan stinks. Juan is the worst. Agreed. And listen, when I don't mind him as a person. He's not. Oh, he's very lovable. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, no, no. he's not lovable. But he's like he seems like a nice dude. He just sucks at his job. Stinks. It's the same thing. It's like if you meet a nice wait waiter or waitress, very chatty, very nice, attentive, <laughs> yeah. and they bring you the wrong the wrong beer four times. It's like great you analogy. Suck at your job. Great analogy. Right. Yeah. You don't want to hate Juan. No. But he stinks. Exactly. Like I have nothing against him as a person. I just don't like. How he runs his business because he sucks. <laughs> yeah, C minus on the Better Business Bureau, Juan. By the way, me watching all these freaking shows, my heavy accent keeps coming back. Did oh, you just this hear one, it? this one especially. Did you just? I, I was wasn't going like, I, I, I was was to say it's wrong. I wasn't going to say anything about it, but oh, when we start talking about check, oh, I'm like, who am I? Who am I podcasting with? I paid a lady. I think she was actually in Colombia. Did you? I hope you kept. The she receipt. was American. She was helping me to work on my accent. I got much better. I'm now watching all these freaking foreigners trying to speak English. And I keep picking up on their mistakes. Yeah. What are you going to do? I opened up because uh, you were doing it during COVID. We were quarantined. Yeah. Nothing else to do. You were taking those classes. I opened up a random Gmail account trying to get to mine. And I saw all like, your old homework. And I was like, <laughs> remember that? Remember those days? No, I actually think it helped. It did. And now I'm losing it again. Nah, you're great. You're doing great. Well, all right. All right, people. <laughs> Anyways, that's all, it. All right. Am I right? Oh, there she is. Am I right? I was waiting for Terry to come out. It was a long episode. Terry. I'm, I'm tired. I just want to... I yo, just want to eat my fried chicken. Yo, and- Terry, yo, Terry, <laughs> y'all let me know now. If y'all need your, your, your lawn mode, I'm more than happy to take my lawnmower over there and do it for you. Y'all just going to let me know, okay? M- maybe I after know I doing. finish my fried chicken and uh, guacamole. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. Now, I'm was try. it Taco Tuesday, Terry? Now, I heard you say guacamole. Now, what is that? Damn, you're so much better at the Southern accent. No, I think I'm losing it. No, you're so I'm good. I'm doing like a Southern, I'm doing a South Moravian accent. I'm doing a Southern Moravian accent. No, you're not. I don't know what's happening. All nice. right. I think we've said a lot. We've said a lot. Let me say a couple more things. Okay. If you're not following us on Instagram, I think you should. At Married to Reality Pod. I think you'll have fun over there. You'll definitely stay up to date. You'll... You'll find out about everything we're covering and when we're covering it. Also, join the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. We're not going to say just yet because it wouldn't be fair. But big news with the Patreon. Big news, guys. Big B.I.G. news. Notorious B.I.G. (laughs) Big news. So stay tuned. You'll find out what's coming to the Patreon shortly. Yes. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Also, make sure you're following the podcast right here, wherever you're listening. It's so important that you follow. So no matter what we drop, when we drop it, you'll get it. Yes. So easy to follow the podcast. Just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as Jerry. You're Jerry. Oh, <laughs> I already <laughs> forgot about my Southern persona. No, I did not. I will never. Oh, thank you very much, pretty lady. 
<laughs> um, yeah, smash like it's as hot as that. Also, tell a friend. You could, you should see Joan's face. He's looking at me like, who the fuck is Jerry? It's like, who, Jerry Springer? It's like, he died. Rest in peace, Jerry. Like Tom and Jerry? Tom and Jerry, Ben and Jerry's. Now I want ice cream. Love Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> yeah. Um, tell a friend, be a friend, share the love, spread the love. We love love. We love love. Speaking of love, if you haven't left a review, please do. If you leave a five-star review, if you write something, we'll read it on the Monday podcast, the 90-day podcast. Right now, it's the before the 90 days. The, the beer podcast. Not the bread and butter. Ah, that's a, right. It's the beer. You got it. You just forget everything. The bread and water. The beer. All right. I'm All not right. going to get bureaucratic about it. All right. Ooh. That's not, you doesn't just, make any sense. just brought it back. That's not how you say it. Uh. doesn't make any sense. All right. We've gone way too long. I feel like we've been talking for hours. Way too long. Yeah, over an hour. Should we, should we end this? Let's end it. Teresa? Let's end it. Teresa? I've said too much. <laughs> I said too much. All right. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.